Somebody declare I've got victory tonight. Hallelujah. The enemy did not triumph. In one place, the writer said, by this, do I know that I've got favor? Because my enemy uh, did not triumph uh, over me. Uh, just the fact you're still here tonight uh, should give you an idea uh, that the favor of God uh, is all over your life. Uh, hey, uh, you ought to just let hell know I've got favor with God. I've got power. I need some apostolic women. Uh, with uncut hair uh, to let hell know uh, I've got power uh, on my head uh, because of the angels. Uh, I've got power uh, on my head uh, because of the angels. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor I've got power. Holy Ghost power, devil-killing power, sin-destroying power. Somebody shout, yeah! Shout, yeah! Shout, yeah! Somebody give him a praise one more time tonight. Five about ten people on the way to your seat. Uh, tell them I've got victory. Oh, find the one that's excited with you and tell them uh, I've got victory. Yeah. Woo! Clap your hands one more time and give God a praise tonight. Woo! Anybody grateful to be in the house of the Lord on a Tuesday night? Hallelujah. You can be seated for just a few moments. Amen. I want to take just a moment to say a great big welcome to all of our guests that are in the house of the Lord with us tonight. Rock Church, would you help me put those hands together? Clap them like you lost your mind. And let our guests know how excited we are to have them in the house of the Lord. We have a little policy here at the Rock Church. And uh, I know that it's rude to impose policies on your first-time guests. But this policy was actually uh, established especially for you. And our policy is simply this that you are only a guest for the first five minutes that you come through the door. After that, you're just part of the family. Amen, Rock Church? Can I get a witness? So would you just turn to two or three people on your right, two or three people on your left, and tell them, welcome home tonight. Come on, tell somebody. They might be in front of you. They might be behind you. Don't leave anybody untouched. Tell them, welcome home, welcome home. Welcome home, my God. It is so good to have you. I want to say a great big welcome to everybody streaming online from around the world with us tonight. Come on, help me make some noise. They can't see you, but you ought to let them hear you right now. 
My God, if you can't be here in person, the next best thing is to be sitting in front of a screen tonight tuning into what God's doing here. Welcome wherever you're joining us from around the globe. We're so excited to have you joining us tonight for service. And uh, I'm so thankful for what the Lord is doing in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. It's so good to have Sister Nyla back in the house of the Lord with us tonight, all the way from Spokane, Washington. And uh, so good to have some of the rest of the family with us, the cousins and Mama Nim and everybody's just, we're excited to have them in the house of the Lord. And uh, so good. I just saw walk in the back door, Brother David and Sister Courtney Bertram. Come on, show them some love all the way from Lakeside, California. These precious folks are family to us. And uh, my boys have been calling him Uncle David for quite some time. And uh, we are just honored that they're in the house of the Lord with us tonight. Amen. To the rest of our guests, we are just so delighted to have you in the house of the Lord. I have a couple of announcements that I want to make very quickly before we uh, hasten to the word of the Lord. Somebody say June 24th. Tell your neighbor, June 24th. June 24th, we will be beginning our next round of Financial Peace University. Amen. And we are so excited about this. Uh, if you were able to participate in the last series, you know what an absolute blessing uh, these classes and this program is. And uh, if we started passing the mic around tonight, there would be many testimonies uh, of how the Lord used the information in this course to change lives. And we're going to give you another opportunity beginning June 24th to participate. Look, it is an incredible investment. It's not very much money, and uh, the, the information is life-changing. And so there'll be more details to come. If you want to get a jump start with any questions, you might touch base with Sister Mandy Jones, who is our director of Financial Peace University. You thank God for Sister Jones tonight. <laughs> And she has an incredible team helping her, brother and sister Ramirez, and there are some others that are participating as well, and so you'll want to avail yourself to that. And then I want to uh, announce with clarity tonight, I know there was some uncertainty the past couple of months of what uh, the next few months was going to look like and scheduling and all of those things, but I am so excited to announce Impact 2020 tonight. Yeah. August 20th through the 22nd, Impact 2020. Y'all ready for the theme this year? The theme is fearless. thought y'all might like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be off the chisane. 
I'm dating myself with that vernacular. I, that ain't even hip no more. I don't know what the new stuff is. Somebody help me out. I want to make sure I'm, I don't know, a bunch of old people around here. What's that? It's lit. It's going to be lit. You got three months to go buy you some drip. <laughs> hey, it's going to be incredible. Wednesday night will be Pastor Joel Buxton all the way from Chula Vista, California. Friday night will be evangelist Cody Marks. And Saturday will be Brother Cornelius Williams. And then we're just going to keep the celebration going on Sunday here at home with Brother Cornelius Williams. It's going to be a great time. And so mark your calendars. There'll be social media elements probably starting tomorrow. When you see them, forward them to everybody you know. It's going to be an incredible time. There are so many conferences and meetings that have already been canceled throughout the entire summer. I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of people excited to find a place to go on August 20th. Amen? Amen. And uh, we're in the middle of an incredible week. God has already been doing some amazing things. Uh, this Sunday morning, we baptized Kim in Jesus' name for the remission of her sins. Sunday night, we baptized Diane in Jesus' name. She came out of the water speaking in tongues as God filled her with the Holy Ghost. Then yesterday, we baptized Rose in Jesus' name. She came out of the water speaking in tongues as God filled her with the Holy It's revival time. We're so excited about what the Lord is doing. And uh, Rose, I believe, was with us on Sunday. And uh, God moved on her so powerfully. But due to uh, some certain constraints physically, uh, we did not feel we could get her up the stairs to the baptismal properly. So Brother Leo took her down in Jesus' name in, the, in his swimming pool. Yes, amen. That swimming pool's got some anointing in it now. I hope y'all came ready to have some church tonight. Now listen, I Sunday night live, I ended up teaching Bible study. So I think tonight I'm going to go ahead and preach my Sunday night live message. Can we just have some Tuesday night live church around here tonight? Come on, is there anybody ready tonight? Stand to your feet, grab your Bibles, go with me to the book of Psalms, chapter number 146. I do not anticipate keeping you long tonight. I just feel like preaching something in the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> now, well, I'll get there in a moment. <clears throat> Psalm 146. I just want to read the first sentence of these scripture references, all right? Psalm 146, verse number 1. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm chapter 147, verse number 1. 
Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 148, verse number 1. Praise ye the Lord. Some of y'all getting it. Psalm chapter 149, verse number 1. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 150, verse number 1. Praise ye the Lord. I'm just going to borrow a title from the praise team tonight. I'm simply going to preach for a few minutes. Uh, put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. I just need about 200 radical people in the building tonight. Uh, hey, you ought to go ahead and put a praise on it right now. Put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. I, I might as well just go ahead and get rid of this. Put a praise on it. Yeah, go ahead, Sister Duhaney. Put a praise on it. I ain't waiting for you to do it. I ain't waiting for my... I'm not waiting for anybody. with me. <laughs> Woo! I feel something about to blow up in this building right now. The book of Psalms is perhaps one of the most popular books of the Bible. One of the most read books of the Bible. As a matter of fact, you can go into many hotels and find an abbreviated version of the Holy Scriptures that would include just the book of Psalms. People who are not even espoused Christians read the book of Psalms as a literary work. And the book of Psalms is filled uh, with all kind of uh, powerful revelation and, and, and encouragement. And you understand that the book of Psalms is a very diverse work uh, of literature and the word of the Lord. And whether you're reading from uh, Psalm chapter number one, um, where well, probably my favorite chapter in the book of Psalms where the scripture says, Blessed is the man uh, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, uh, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And you can gain prolific uh, uh, understanding and wisdom from Psalm chapter 1. And then if you keep on in the book, you'll find chapters as popular as Psalm 23. The Lord he is my uh, shepherd. Uh, I shall not want. Uh, he maketh me to lie down in green paths. And there is some incredible inspiration in Psalm 23. And then you can keep on 
on reading and you'll get to chapters uh, like Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And we could go on and on. But one of the things that encapsulates the book of Psalms probably more than any other theme is the idea of worshiping our God. The idea of praising our God. Now I want to preach for just a moment on the outset tonight that praise is antithetical to human reasoning. Praise opposes uh, carnal thinking. Uh, praise opposes uh, the carnal mind. That's why uh, when you find David bringing in the Ark of the Covenant uh, and every six steps uh, he stops uh, and they slay an animal uh, and they dance and the Bible said uh, that he had an entire band. I, I can't even get into it with you. Uh, there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them uh, and every six steps they would stop, uh, offer a sacrifice the band would play and they would worship and David would dance before the Lord and Michael his wife was in the window watching what was happening you understand that there are systemic problems to this uh, because she should have been uh, down there with the king uh, and the rest of the people giving God uh, the praise. Uh, but there's something that happens when you become a spectator of worship and praise uh, and not a participator. Uh, you become critical uh, of those who do it. Uh, uh, it doesn't take all of that. All of that uh, isn't really net. Do they have to do it every six steps? Uh, I mean, I think God got the, come on, somebody. Uh, I think God understood the first three times. You No, no, no. See, the problem is uh, you're not experiencing the same glory uh, from the housetop uh, that we're experiencing uh, with the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, and so she became a hater. She said, oh, look at the king dancing out of his clothes. See, we thought that was the problem, but then she revealed herself in front of all of the handmaids. There was the real issue. But I love David's response. David said, you know what? Before... I was ever anointed to be king over this country and this people. It wasn't your daddy that chose me. It was God that chose me. I'm not doing, in other words, Michael, you can hate on me if you want to. This isn't for you. I'm not entertaining you. I'm not trying to make you happy. What I'm doing right now is for my God. And as a matter of fact, he said, I shall be more vile than thus. In other words, he said, oh, you want to see me praise him, do you? You just thought that was a praise. You just thought I was worshiping. But my hater becomes my escalator. And now I'm inspired to praise him on an even... Praise is antithetical to the human mind and carnal people always have something to say about praise 
Oh, it's going to get tight for just a moment, but just hold your breath, baby. You're going to make it through. I see you tonight. One of the the things I hear people say sometimes is, well, that's just not me. That's just not who I am. While I appreciate your honesty, your standing is not biblical. You can't praise God just however you want to. Just like you can't get baptized however you want to. You, you can't just get baptized in the Winnie, name of the Winnie the Pooh. I know you like Winnie the Pooh, but you can't. If you're going to get baptized, you got to do it God's way. Praise and worship isn't about my comfortability. It's not about my individuality. It's not about the customization of my expression. of My praise is all about God. And if you're going to give something to God, you got to do it God's way. You know what that mindset reminds me of? It reminds me of Cain who said, I'll sacrifice to God, but I'm going to do it my way. I got my own way of doing it. You do you, I'll do me. And God rejected his sacrifice and said, it's simple, Cain. If you would just do it the way I told you, I would accept your sacrifice the same way I accepted your brother's sacrifice. And so one of the topics uh, that the writer gets into uh, in the book of Psalm uh, is he begins to talk uh, about our praise uh, unto God. Uh, And I don't have time to get into all of it, uh, but when you back up and begin to read uh, the last five chapters uh, of the book of Psalm, uh, in 146 he said, praise you the Lord, uh, praise the Lord, uh, oh my soul. I like this because oftentimes we are accused of our praise being emotional. But my praise doesn't come from my emotion. My praise comes from who I am. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. In one place, the same writer said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually. You want to know where praise comes from? It comes from the human will. It's not emotionalism. It comes from the will. And you got to command yourself. Oh, so you will praise the Lord. In one place, the writer said, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. You got to learn when you come to church and you don't feel like giving God the praise, you got to say, Bless the Lord, oh my soul. When you come to church and you've had a rough week, you got to command yourself, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. It's hard to praise him 
when you forgot about how good he's been to you. I said it's hard to praise him uh, when you forgot everything he's done for you uh, and where you would be without him. Uh, but when you begin to remember uh, all of his benefits, You know what? I'm not hooked on drugs. That's a benefit. I think I'll praise him. You know what? I'm not out running the streets like I used to. That's a benefit. I think I'll praise him. You know what? I'm not out of my mind. I've got peace, and that's a benefit. And I think I'll praise him. can't preach all this tonight then in Psalm 147 he said praise ye the Lord for it is good to sing praises unto our God for it is pleasant and praise is comely why do we got to do songs every time we come to the house of the Lord because it's God's way to praise him I said, it's God. It's not up for debate. It's not my preference. It's not your preference. His word said to praise him with songs. <laughs> then in Psalm 148, he said, praise you, the Lord. Praise you, the Lord, from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his hosts. Praise ye him, sun and moon. Praise ye him, all ye stars of light. And then he says, heavens of heavens and the waters that be above the heavens. God commands all of creation to praise him. I'm going to preach until I got a devil on the run tonight uh, that wants to take praise out of the church. Uh, I'm going to preach tonight uh, until I break the neck uh, of a devil uh, that wants to tell the church uh, that all of that is not necessary. And then I love Psalm 149 because the writer starts getting excited. And he said, praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. That's why we don't just sing the old ones. I know some places, they go with all that new music. Whatever happened to Amazing Grace? I still sing Amazing Grace. I still sing all those old songs, uh, but I've also got some new songs uh, that I want to give to my God. Did it ever dawn on you that when those songs were written, they were new songs? And somebody then was saying, what about the old songs? I'm just saying. F-R, F-R, F-R. And some of y'all will get that in a minute. For real, for real. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of the saints. To 
every devil that wants to tell you uh, that it's not important uh, for the church to come together uh, as a congregation. Uh, God said to praise him uh, in the congregation uh, of the saints. Uh, get all the people together uh, and then give me praise uh, in the midst. Come on, somebody. I can't read all of this. But just get down to verse number six. Then he turns it, and you begin to see supernatural implications. He said, let the high praise of God be in their mouth. Let me stop there for a moment. He didn't say the low praise. He said, let the high praise of God be. That would be all right for Buddha. That might be all right at a Catholic service. But when you know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, let it be the high praise, the high praises of God, the high praises of God. Well, the Lord knows my heart. No, no, no. He said, let the high praise be in your mouth. See, I've watched people that can clap their hands and they ain't no more praising God than the man in the moon. When you open up your mouth, uh, there's an engagement of the soul. Uh, there's a man, because as a man thinketh uh, in his heart, uh, and whatsoever the mouth. So let the high praise of God be in their mouth. Why you holler? Because it's the high praise of God in my mouth. Why are you shouting? It's the high praise of God in my mouth. Why you? High praise, high praise, high praise. Every time we come to church, every time we come together, every time we assemble, it's the high praise. You ought to open your mouth and get as loud as you can get. You ought to open your mouth and give him everything you've got. Shout with everything you this next part because in one place the scripture said that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal they're not fleshly weapons we sing that old song the weapons we use are not bombs and guns 
Worship is the way that the battle is won. And he said, let the high praise of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. You know what that tells me? It's spirit and truth. He seeketh such to worship him in spirit and truth. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Why? To execute vengeance upon the heathen. I wish you'd get an image in your mind of you facing the generals of hell, the military of hell. And every time you worship, you're going into battle. And when you open up your mouth, you're binding kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute upon them the judgment written. This honor, this honor hath all the saints of God. Praise ye the Lord. And then he gets down to business in Psalm 150. <laughs> and there are four categorical questions that he answers without the question ever being asked. He answers where, why, how, and who. First question, where do we praise him? Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. I'm going to put a, a 44 bullet in the head of a devil tonight. You can love God at home. You can worship him at home. But it will never replace you coming to the sanctuary of God to give him praise. He commands us, praise him in his sanctuary. Somebody said the building's not the church. We are. Congratulations. We ought to give you a doctorate in theology now. Yes, that is a pediatric revelation. But that never negates God's people from assembling in a house of worship. It's not up for debate. You read all of the Gospels. Jesus was constantly going to the synagogue to teach, to pray, to worship. Acts chapter, well, what about the early church? They went from house to house. Congratulations. What do you think happens when we're teaching home Bible studies? Of course we're house to house. But you read Acts chapter number 3. That's about as early as you can get in the church. Uh, Peter and John uh, were on their way to the temple uh, at the ninth hour uh, to pray. 
the early church went to church. The same writer of Psalm 150 in one place said, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to Uncle Tim's for Bible study. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to a house meeting. Huh. Y'all don't get me started. They, I got provokers back here. Push, trying to push me off the cliff. I was glad when they said unto me, we're not just going anywhere. Let us go to the house of the Lord. That indicates I've got to leave where I am uh, to get where I'm going. Uh, and I'm not just going anywhere. Uh, I'm going to the house uh, of the Lord. In another place, the writer said, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, he said, my feet were almost gone and my steps had well nigh slipped. And you keep reading the chapter, eventually he said, until I went into the house of the Lord. I came to serve notice on the devil that we come together in this place because it's the house of the Lord. I don't care what it was before we got here when the church of God assembled in it, it becomes the house of the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. This isn't just talking about the heavenlies, but that word firmament literally means the complete sphere of his kingdom and power. In other words, you're going to praise him in the sanctuary and you're going to praise him all over the universe. Wherever you are, wherever you go, praise him in the firmament of his power where do we praise him in the sanctuary then verse number two he answers the question why why do we praise him praise him for his mighty acts that's okay if he ain't ever done a mighty act for you, don't praise him. Just be quiet right now. No, 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 no. You ain't, you ain't got no reason to praise him. Why do we praise him? For his mighty acts. Don't you tell me not to praise him. Uh, just a few months ago, uh, I got a call at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I was in California, uh, and my son's truck uh, was flipped over. Uh, it had rolled two and a half times. Uh, and when the paramedics came, uh, they were looking for the dead body uh, when they saw my son standing there. And they said, where's the person uh, that was in the vehicle? Uh, he said, I'm standing right 
they said this never happens. Praise him for his mighty acts. I promise you, every time I see the picture of that truck, I'm going to praise him. Every time I wish I had somebody that would take a moment and put a praise on it. 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 Praise him for his mighty acts. Then the writer said, praise him according to his excellent greatness. This doesn't speak of what he's done. It speaks to who he is. And it gives us an accounting term when it says praise him according to his excellent greatness. I was in a restaurant the other day. It said tip your waiter according to the service you received. Poor service, little tip. Unless you got the Holy Ghost. Gotcha. 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 Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that do eat. Don't leave a bad tip and then leave a church card. That's a bad witness. Don't you dare tell them where you go to church. Anybody can be a blessing when the service is good. But you ought to blow The next time somebody gives you poor service, you ought to blow their mind and give them the best tip you ever left anybody. Do I live what I preach? Give me bad service. See if I don't leave a Benjamin on the table. And look you right in the eye and tell you how much Jesus loves you. Anyway, I digress. Tip according to the service. Little, little service, little tip. Big service, give them a good tip. Our praise should be according to his excellent greatness. Little God, little praise. Weak God, weak praise. But if you serve a great God. Oh, that's cute. But I've seen people at football games praise their God more than you right now. I've seen people at basketball games worship, is their God bigger than your God? Praise Him according to His excellence. There's no God like our God. There's no God like Jehovah. Praise Him according to People ought to know how big your God is by how big your praise is. Come on, Michael, get out of the window. Come on, Michael. You might as well get out of the window and get down here 
until you make your flesh submissive. When's the last time you praised God until you weren't trying to look cute anymore? Some of us put these limits because of our pride. I'm going to praise God, but I'm only going to go so far. Some of y'all online are glad you didn't show up tonight. I'm only going to go so far. It isn't even a sacrifice until you get out of yourself. Until it becomes selfless. Uh, until you're not worried about what you like uh, look like. Uh, until you're not worried about how your hair looks uh, and your bow and your hair look. Uh, back when I was coming up in church, uh, the ladies would shout uh, until there were bobby pins uh, laying all over the altar. Uh, the men would shout uh, until their shirt tail uh, was untucked. Uh, why? Because I'm giving him uh, a great praise. I'm preaching, put a praise on it tonight. Then the question is, how? How do we praise him? Verse number three said, praise him with the sound of the trumpet. I like the way that's worded. Hey, Pastor, we don't have any trumpets. I'm glad it said to praise him with the sound of the trumpet. I got an instrument up here that sounds like a trumpet. Play that thing for me. Give me a sound. Go ahead and praise him with the sound of the trumpet for a moment. Turn him up a little bit on his part. The sound of the trumpet. That's why you wonder why we got all this stuff up here, Pastor. Because we're doing what the word of the Lord said. Uh, and we're praising him uh, with the sound uh, of the trumpet. Uh, to praise him with the psaltery and the harp. I don't have a harp or a psaltery. We got a harp sound. I know that. That might sound kind of unique. The other harp. All right, we're going to go ahead and praise him with the harp sound. Give me a nice pretty chord. Now go ahead and praise him with the sound of the harp.
life. It doesn't really take all that. You go study your Bible. David had some 4,000 people uh, in his praise team. And then he had another 4,000 assistants. When he said, let's praise him, there was 4,000 musicians and a praise team. If David were here, he'd say, this ain't enough. What is this? Give me 100 more of them. What's this? Give me 100 more of those. Praise him with the timbrel. I wish I had a tambourine in this building. Praise him with the timbrel and the dance. Some of y'all before you came to God, Or, or the old folks. Or the 80s. The 90s. did all that stuff for the devil and you're going to come up in here have you lost your mind God's been better to you uh, than the world has ever been uh, you better do something uh, and praise him uh, in the timbrel uh, and the dance uh, you better give him your dance uh, you better give him with strings. Give them praise on the string instrument. Just a hi-hat. Just a hi-hat. Play that thing, Brother Matthew. Praise him on the string instruments. the organ. Go ahead. Give him some organ praise. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
because the carnal man hates that word. The loud sounding symbol. Satan's always going to try to quiet you. He's always going to try to shut you up. He's always going to try to turn you down. But it's said to praise him on the loud sounding symbol. Come on, praise him on the loud one. to praise him on the high sounding symbol the high sounding symbol the high sounding symbol there it is y'all hear that so when you put it all together one two one two three go I mean, how often am I supposed to do this? Every time you come together, his praise, not my praise, not my definition of praise, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And just in case uh, you felt like you could slip through the cracks, uh, he put one more verse. Uh, Let everything uh, that hath breath uh, praise uh, the Lord. Uh, praise uh, ye uh, the Lord. Uh, somebody put a praise on it. Uh, somebody put a praise on it. Uh, ah! What it's done for me. When I think about Jesus, how he saved, set me free. Can dance, 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 dance. I can dance, dance. I can dance, 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 dance. All night, 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 all night. When I think about Jesus, what it's done for me. 
for you. When I think about Jesus, how he saved, brought you through, can run, 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 can run, 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 can run, run, hey, all night. What it's done for me. When I think about Jesus, how he saved, set me free. Can shout, 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 shout. put a praise on it. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries hallelujah. Yay! Put a praise on it. Put a praise on it.
loves him. I'm not doing this for you. I'm not doing this to impress you. I've got to praise him for his excellent grace. I've got to praise him for his mighty acts.